You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What up? What's this? It's my courtside fit, bro. Courtside fit? Yeah, it's my, uh, trying out my courtside fits. What is a courtside fit? What's this? Courtside fit. Courtside fit? Courtside fit. Courtside fit. Courtside fit. Courtside fit. Quick question, brosives. Which glasses are better for a courtside fit? Why do you need glasses for a courtside fit? It's bright courtside, bro. Why do you need a courtside fit? Oh, I'm gonna win the ultimate fan experience, bro. With DNVR and Brett Brew. But vote, you're not eligible for that. Who's eligible, bro? Anybody that's following DNVR and Breckenridge Brewery and who clicks on the link above in this tweet and fills out the form becomes eligible to win the ultimate fan experience and sit courtside at the game and get two passes to the Lexus Lounge. Hang on, Adam. Did you say anybody? Anybody besides DNVR employees. <laughs> courtside fit. Courtside fit. Courtside fit. Only Dev can pull off a courtside fit, man. Only Dev can. It's so true. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Winners Lounge. Courtside fit. <laughs> Presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. How do we do tonight, fellas, on the DraftKings? Oh, that's a dub. Clean sweep. Oh, we cleaned up. We cleaned up and made some money. The Yoke triple double, that was almost two to one odds, gave Woo. us some. That was like paid off right away. That was a no sweater. Yeah, uh, no. Nuggets get a win. You guys saw our little uh, intro there. We got one of our best giveaways, if not the single best giveaway we've ever done. It's in incredible. Part in partnership with Breckenridge Brew. You guys know we're always working with them. They're giving away two courtside tickets. This is not a joke. This is not an exaggeration. These are, they're actually courtside two. Courtside two, they're one row back. One row back of courtside. So I don't want everybody thinking, we're, but it's still courtside. It's still, yeah. Dev, you sat courtside. You were like four rows back. I mean, if, if somebody's a professional at this type of stuff, <laughs> it's me. You okay. know what I mean? And I had a courtside fit. You did have a courtside <laughs> fit. You were rocking the Jokic. Um, so this is an incredible thing. You guys can see on our Twitter page, there's a link to the description on that, uh, how you sign up. It's super simple. It only takes a second. And not that many people. I mean, your odds, you know how like there's a lottery, it's a million people. It's not going to be that many people. It'd be like half a million people. It's going to be half a million people. You'd be double, you're twice as likely to win this as you are Powerball. Uh, Nuggets get the win tonight, though. 113-1. Uh, one, oh, nope, I got it wrong. I have a delayed... My computer died. 122 to 113. <laughs> 122 to 113. Nuggets get the win over the Pelicans. I should have remembered that number because, Dev, pregame, you told me they were not going to score 114. I knew it. I said <laughs> it. It's as if you guys just have to start listening to me. <laughs> Did they, what was the line? 113 and a half or 114? 114 and a half. All right. Man, they're good that at this. Been, that been rough. Nuggets get the win. Yoke gets the triple double. Jamal Murray gets the 30 piece. Lots of people look good. Michael Porter had a little Porter quarter going on. There was a lot of good stuff to talk about. And I got some friends to do it with me. First, I got D-Line. 
Uh, that sounded like an exception to what you no, were saying. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I got some friends. The first friend is Oh, one. including... Okay. Yeah. Uh, great to be here, guys. The Winner's <laughs> Lounge is the pl only place that I feel comfortable. I feel like myself, you know what I mean? It's so I haven't true. I haven't been myself for two days. Mm. I can attest to this, by the way. Eric has not been himself. No. My life has changed in a way that I don't really appreciate. <laughs> did I, is this that too, sounded really heavy. Did I get too heavy for the fun intro? I think you didn't get too funny for it. Let's go. Uh, also in the Winter's Lounge with me today is Superstar Dev. I'm in a good mood because Eric's in a good mood. And let's when go. the Nuggets win, Eric's in a good mood. Let's so. go. Let's go. When Eric's in a good mood, the world is in a good mood. <laughs> Um, Nuggets take care of business tonight, man. And it was interesting. When this one, this show is going to have, it's going to be a content-rich show because we got a Bones benching. Oh, we boy. got Bones news drops from Chris Haynes, very plugged in, obviously, working with TNT. Uh, we got highlights from a lot of guys. We got incredible defense. We'll get to all of it. Let's start with our fast breakdown. My first notes, we couldn't get the game on. Yeah. Huh. It's tough. It was tough. Because <laughs> it turns the, out we could. We, we could. Didn't. We just couldn't. The Lakers game went long, so we missed a little bit. So my first quarter notes... Jamal Murray on fire, three of three from three point <laughs> line. The Nuggets are such a different team when Murray's good, man. Like, it's. I'm going to talk a lot about Murray today. Uh, the Pels were five of nine from three to start this game, and that's why they were up at the end of the first quarter, 35 31. I don't even think Denver's defense was all that bad. There were some moments of bad defense. They were on fire, man. Uh, bench got worked, though. The bench came in. We, the, it's weird to think of how much Denver dominated this game after this stint that we're talking about. There were 10 turnovers for Denver it, early on in the second period. The bench was just getting absolutely curb stomped. Nothing was working, and the starters had to come back in early. I mean, this is a game the starters played a lot of minutes, but that bench bones in for part of it, but it wasn't just him. They took him no. out. Bench continued to suck, Yep. And, um, and so the Nuggets get down. They did go on an 8-0 run when the starters came back in. Jokic had a crazy move that live was one of the best moves I'd seen him make in the open court. Don't, don't rewatch it. I, I, it's the slow motion of it doesn't look that cool. <laughs> <laughs> like most things Yoke does, it's slow mo. It's well, like it's, just, right. it's because he, that was unexpected. But then when you so watch it, you're like, oh, that. It was unexpected because it was saucy. He sauced like as it a center, saucy. he sauced like all these defensive wings that are supposed to be great. Dude, a sa saucing up some wings. Yeah, he saw, <laughs> he sauced some wings. <laughs> Sixty to fifty-seven Pelicans at the half. Third quarter, though, it's time for the Nuggets to take over. We start the quarter with a Jamal Murray three. Then we get a Michael Porter three. Then Jokic absolutely in his bag, wheeling and dealing some passes. And then Jokic had a play. Kale, can you pull this up? I sent you the tweet. Jokic had this pass. Trying to sneak Help it me to with this. Boy, Jones took a shot to the face. I, what is that? Are we sure that's a pass? Can we play one more time? One more time here. I feel like it was a pass and that it definitely wanted to go to Aaron Gordon. I felt like it was supposed to be an alley-oop. Well, I need the chat to tell me on this one. Play it again here. Look at this. Man, I don't know, man. What are you saying, Eric? Uh, to me, this looks like an attempted alley-oop that ended up fortuitous. What do you think, Dev? I think that uh, he just threw it towards the rim and he said... <laughs> Go up and get it. Gordon is down there somewhere. Okay. Yeah. So we don't think it was a pass off the backboard. No, I've seen this play I mean, happen for the Broncos quite a few times. <laughs> Just throw it up there and somebody happened. down there is going to grab it. Oh, we love and hate Dev at the same time. <laughs> I also agree with you guys. When I put it out on the on Twitter, I was like, was this a pass? Everybody was like, that's a pass, bro. But I've watched it enough that I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to say I'm not sure it's not a pass. This is the thing. It's like we're talking about Nikola Jokic and it's – Fully within the realm of possibility. 70-30, not a pass. 
But 30, it's a pass. Dude, I'll take 30. I'll take 32, man. I hope somebody asks him about it after the game. Come on. Uh, Murray was also looking great. He was hitting some tough shots. He was in his bag. It was a Murray flurry. Uh, and the Nuggets took the lead after being down. They could take the lead 93 to 84. They also got some defense in that quarter. Much needed defense. Fourth quarter, no Bones Highland. Instead... <laughs> did, the, did the Bones era officially end at halftime in the yes. second quarter? of yes, this? It, it might have. We're yes, going to talk about did. that. Instead, you go with KCP and Aaron Gordon on the bench to join Brown and Brown and Jeff Green at center. That's a hell of a defensive one through four. I mean, Jeff Green, I don't know, but Not one great. through four, that's probably the four best defenders on the Denver Nuggets roster. And how do we start the quarter, Eric? Steal, dunk, steal, dunk, timeout, New Orleans. To me, the game ended right there, even though there was more stuff that happened. Just that punch to push it to double digits and the way they started that was so big. Um, Nug Nuggets kept the having these chances to break it open, and they kept failing. Wide open threes to push it to 17 miss. It's like they kept having this fast breaks, didn't convert him. So Murray and Jokic had to come back in a little bit earlier. I think Michael Malone is like us, fellas. I think he went into this game like, hell or high water, we're not. If I had to play Jokic 48 minutes, oh, yeah, dude. To, if that's what it takes. For sure. I, I would have done it the exact same way. They didn't need to come back in. Like I still felt like it's like, all right, give him another minute. Malone's like, F it. No, we're coming in. We're, we're winning this. God bless him. I know. I my, agree. My diaper was filthy. <laughs> we were sitting in it for a long time. Uh, Murray and Jokic back in early. Nuggets missed a couple big momentum shots early, but then we got – I love when this happens, guys. Jokic hits a three. Murray hits a three. MPJ hits a three. I love when it's all three of them. I know. It's the best when it's like all of those guys. Then a Jokic coast-to-coast, -coast, then an alley-oop. Jokic had his own personal end to the game, man, in that fourth quarter where he was just like three plays in a row and ended it. Some formalities down the stretch. Jokic did some more cool stuff. The Nuggets get the win. All right, Dev, start us off. What's your big takeaway from this one? My big takeaway was I was wondering if the back-to-back -back MVP was going to respond um, in this game. Not only did he respond, but he looks like he's going for three straight MVPs. <laughs> he was himself. Um, monster game from him. Um, very efficient. Um, Turn the lights off. Went crazy. Over. Went crazy um, on the on the box score. Twenty six points, fifteen assists, seventeen. I mean, eighteen rebounds, Dude. seventeen defensive rebounds. This was a guy that was under control, um, and it was just not a, just a response game. This is like a I am who I am, and this is who I'm going to be. Um, it was great to see him uh, will them to an easy win. Yoke was fantastic tonight, man. But it was so casual. Like, there was a moment in this game early on where we're like, is Yoke just not going to shoot tonight? Like, we were upset at Yoke for, at a period tonight. I hate old us. That's the old us, huh? <laughs> early us, we're like spoiled little jerks. Yeah. What's yours there, D-Line? Uh, my big takeaway is that uh, Michael Malone did exactly what we said they should do and that they showed different looks for what the new look bench could look like current with bones and without bones we saw christian brown come in we saw different versions of the stagger we saw bruce brown running the point and sometimes it looked bad sometimes it looked good it definitely looked like something that you could get by with um so to me it's like i look at this game i mean that that was the question on my i didn't i wasn't really nervous about losing to the pelicans who've lost eight in a row now nine in a row i just wanted to see what this reality either going along still with Bones Highland in the lineup or right. moving on from him would look like. And I I feel like, unfortunately, we got, like, kind of a glimpse into that. And, you know, for whatever, I mean, for obvious reasons, for human reasons, Bones Highland had a terrible night. Like, yeah. he was pressing, he was doing just 
nothing that you want to see your point guard do. Um, you know, they were taught, he was obviously a part of the conversation from uh, Van Gundy and uh, Chris Haynes. Yeah. And, um, you know, they were like, oh, you know, his numbers are way down. And his numbers are so down now that it's like, he's just like not even, it's like hard to remember what is so special about him. It's just terrible because he is, in my view, like he's just a very, very gifted player. He's a hooper. Yeah. And he's been put in a position where he just clearly all of his, uh, all of his confidence has been sapped. He has nothing. And like, to see him out there tonight was just it. It sucked. Like I hated it. So, this was a great game. The, Nugget, the Murray was incredible. Jokic was incredible. All of the starters incredible. But that was just kind of looming over me this whole time. Just like looking at him on the bench, seeing how he was was responding. I, I hate this. I agree with you, Eric. But I'm going to still put the pause on this because I want to make this a later segment because it's honestly it deserves an entire yeah, segment. I, mean, I was talking for five minutes. You could put the pause on me a few minutes. Ago. <laughs> no, no, no. It's good though. Like, <laughs> Look, man, I get let you give your honest, genuine takeaway. And as I was sitting here, you know, I was sitting here thinking, like, that is the big takeaway of this game. Yeah. But before we get to that later on in the show, let's just kind of stick on this one here. Because I agree with you, by the way, the broadcast, everything about it just felt yeah. like it was, like, the center of the story. Um, I'm just going to go with the Nuggets needed a bounce back game. And they needed us, like, you. we joke about the sitting in it. But it really did feel how it was. We just had to sit and stew. And when you have a bad loss... In the regular season, it's like almost you just need reminded that oh yeah, this team is actually really dope most of the time. And Dude, they, they're so dope. And tonight was one of those. I mean, you look at the starters tonight. Yoke was a plus twenty, and it was the most casual plus twenty ever. Aaron Gordon plus twenty two. Like they all. This was a blowout win that was disguised by a one bad stretch to start the second quarter, and that was the only stretch where they looked like a bad. You know, they didn't have it. Um, but this was a nice bounce back win for the Denver Nuggets, and they looked good in ways that we've got grown accustomed to. They shot forty four percent from three tonight. They scored one hundred and twenty two points. The ball popped, and uh, you know, at moments, Nuggets get thirty three assists, thirty plus assists. The defense, I don't think, was phenomenal tonight, other than in little spots. But this was another win that's like, oh yeah, Denver's floor is really high. They're a really good team, and when things come together, specifically for Murray and Jokic, this team just like steamrolls you. And that's what happened for most of the night tonight. The starters on this team, like the starting unit for the Denver Nuggets is so unimpunable. Like they are just, they are the truth, man. They are everything we ever wanted. Like they make sense. The collection of players is like, it, it has the spacing. It has in the inside out game. It has uh, rebounding. I mean, it just has absolutely everything. It's just, the bench is truly the only thing that's going to be uh, either holding the Nuggets back or propelling them to success. So that's kind of where we're at this. Uh, he just keeps bringing it back. He just doesn't want to. I didn't say it. I, I know. You have to sit there and you have to think about it, and that's what he's doing. Like because in this game right now, like he had to, Malone had to tinker with the lineup. They did. Yeah. Uh, the second unit didn't look good with that lineup, so he made an adjustment to try to go in different routes. Right. Um, where he did have to bench a guy, where he is um, putting other guards uh, out there. Um, and they're just trying to have, they're having to, to get going in different ways. There was a lot of staggering. There were new staggers. Like things did a, a adjust. Yep. Stagger. There really was. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the second unit, we don't know what it looks like. And now there's more questions about it. There are more questions. Sticking on Yoke, though, tonight, 26, 18, and 15. And Yoke puts up monster stat lines that doesn't always tell the story of how good he was. Tonight, maybe a top 90th percentile, 95th percentile 
casual dominance. Oh, dude. like if you had the the gap between how much did you dominate versus how easy did you make it look, the gap was as big as it's <laughs> ever been with Yoke tonight. Like this was the most casually dominant game he's had probably this year. Yeah, this was a game where uh, he started out just like whenever. Yeah. And they just flipped the switch. Like it was like, okay, you guys need me to, to be better. Yeah, but he flipped Bye. the switch like this. Yeah, it wasn't a delivery. Yeah, yeah. It was just kind of like, like right. I guess. Yeah, yeah I'll, like, see, I'll see what's going on. There was like a, I feel like there was a, a, a right. full switch in the fourth quarter, though, where he was just like, let's just put yeah. him to bed. Let's just, yeah. you know, close the, the, the door on them. Um, and that was also while seeing Jamal go crazy. Like this was right. a game of he was casual, but he was fully dominant, and it was in his own way. And this is honestly, this is the best that that, that Denver is going to look is when they're both going at right. the exact same time. Yes, you want the bench. Yes, you want these other the defense to step up and things like that. But the best opportunity for Denver to win every game is with Jamal and Jokic yep. having these type of games. Always so has it was, been. It was great. To, it was great to see um, Jokic like that, and I, I'm pretty sure. That he is the DraftKings. What? King of the game. This is news to me. This has to be him. Nikola let's Jokic? See if it I is. stole the Oh, oh yes. let's I go, stole. dude. Look at that picture. This is the only picture of Jokic they took tonight. Wow. Really? I it was kind of hard. He was, just, he, was, he was getting triple doubles and like not a lot, a lot uh -huh. of time. Look at Big V trying to knock that uh, Big crown v? Off, off of his head. <laughs> Didn't we decide that that was it's his Big name? Val. Big Val. Big, big oh. Val. Big Val. Oh, like the Big V is what you carried throughout high school. The uh, uh, <laughs> I remember earlier when we, the Denver Nuggets uh, Twitter said I like Big Val. Yeah, that was because uh, Brendan Vote sometimes <laughs> thinks that he is Denver Nuggets, <laughs> DNVR Nuggets. He's been making a lot of proclamations lately. Yeah, we were like, bro, account, use like, your goddamn chill. personal account. <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell's wrong with you, man? <laughs> yeah. um, but really, this is great to see Yoke. He got his triple double in twenty three minutes. Where where does that rank? I remember we had a stat the other day I tweeted out. Somebody maybe can look this up or something. I don't know. Scroll my time. I don't know. I had a retweet of somebody who put this out that was... Because Yoke had one the other day in under 25 minutes. And they're like, yeah, it's the 20th time he's done this. <laughs> but 23, I'm curious. I, I need someone to compile the list of the fastest triple double, like how quick he did it. Just put them in order. By the way, he's officially averaging a triple double. Officially Is he really? averaging a triple oh. double. No way. So Jokic is averaging a triple double. Now we're told. Oh uh, we'll have to fact check. I can't. I can't look it up. But Super Producer Kel is telling us, and he's a math wizard. Um, he was <laughs> casually dominant tonight. But I do want to go to the other guy before we take our first break, and that is Jamal Murray tonight. I don't think this was like a perfect game or a great game by any means. But it was like he made his shots, man. He made a ton of ones. I thought he was a little sloppy with the ball, this or that. But his shot making. Here's my take on Murray, because I actually think this was a good game. Not a great one, but a good game. A, a pretty good game for him. Murray, the standard for me with Murray has has raised. Early on in the season, it was how could he come back from yep. injury. Even prior to that, the standard was just starting to get raised, where it's like, man, this guy looks like a superstar yep. sometimes. Yep. You see him make the shots he makes tonight, the mm -hmm. passes he makes, some of all that kind of stuff. Like, Part of me, I hold him to a higher standard now, because I honestly think... He should be one of the premier guards in the NBA. He's on the cusp right now. A lot of people have him like, we just had the player rankings from uh, the ringer come out. Yoke number one, by the way, which I think is a little strange. But Jamal Murray moved up to, I believe, 48, was it? Or 54? Um, oh, shit. Did I delete it? I did. I deleted my notes. <laughs> um, but he moved. he's moved up a little bit, but yeah. it's still like behind players where yeah, you're, yeah, like, you're like, come on, man. He's a top 50 player. Like, okay. I mean, exactly. But to be fair, I think, I think it is fair. 
because again he's coming back from injury yeah, and for this sure, or that. For sure. But my thing is now he's over all of that. He looks to me like I mean we've joked about the backo meter, but we're past all that. <coughs> now I look at it and I go, no, Murray, you're too good now. We felt the same thing about Yoke back in 2018. Like you're right. too good now for us to kind of forgive mediocre nights. He can make shots like that. He can make plays like that. He can knock down open threes like he was ready to shoot tonight. 30 points tonight. I just think he's like easy over too. easy. I just think he's at a place now where I, I I expect greatness from him and a consistency we've never seen before. Yeah, it's great to see that the shot is falling. Um in this game he has seven three-pointers. Seven. Um he moves past what JR Smith um on the Nuggets uh three-point record. Oh yeah. That's it's right. Just, it's second all-time now. Just him and and Will Barton. That's wild. He's Only a matter him. of time. He's going to catch him super quick. And you remember uh, when when he was injured and um, Barton got the record, which took him a very long time to get one three. Right. Um, he's like oh, talking man. about how he wants to to get that. He, that's something that he's like aiming for. Um, in this game, he, he knocks down uh, every not like open three that he had. Um, he's playing Jokic ball like that. That two man is just in, it's in that's unstoppable. There's yeah. nothing that you could do there and. Um, this is a game where he filled up the stat sheet and, and he kept taking shots. Um, like the second unit is going to need him to be aggressive. They're going to need him to be assertive. Um, and the guy that they run through, and you're starting to see that. Like he's like taking that on um, a, a little bit more. 21 uh, shots in this game. And this is what the Denver offense is. Like Jokic wants to set the tone. He wants to get everyone involved and have another guy that steps up. Uh, right now it's Jamal. This is a game that he stepped in. So, um, yeah, he's beyond back. Um, now it's just like how do you separate yourself? How do you get back to you? Um, and he talked about wanting to be better in the bubble. These type of games he has to, he yeah. has to be consistent and, like, just be better. Like, but th uh, that's what I'm saying, though, is not about getting back because I honestly feel like he's back to the level he was at. My thing is I look at Jamal and I'm like, you have greatness. He has greatness in him. Tonight, games like tonight, I'm like, man, this guy is so freaking so good. good. Yeah. And now I'm just like – I'm at the point now where, where we've talked about this a lot, but it's like, dude, the window is short. Time is short. You only get to play in the NBA at the level. I expect him to be in the conversation with the Damian Lillards, with the Shea Gildress Alexander, who's yeah. like somehow 14th now on Ringer's rankings. I just look at Jamal and I'm like, yeah, but I kind of think Jamal can outplay these guys in a playoff series. That, uh, yeah, no, we've seen the heights. We've, yeah. we've seen the height. And, uh, I mean, like, don't forget, last time Jamal was, in fact, back was after the bubble, and he got scored 50 points without a free throw. Yep. Like, getting, so. Such a good shot maker, The thing man. is, is like, okay, Jamal is back, but Jamal's not back back. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because they're, Jamal's back he to just. back, though. But he's not back, like, he's back but like we know where he can actually go. And what you're saying is yes, like this is what we've been begging for. Like we want nights like every night to be like uh you know, we're not we're never surprised when he scores 30. Uh 30 is like that's going to happen. The way that he played tonight as has been said by both of you, quiet, confident, like just going about his business like there wasn't anything that felt like he was just stepping out of line and like taking shots that he shouldn't be taking. It was just he was just knocking down open shots, playing the two game man game with Jokic, um, and like th that. I mean, tr truly, you see a game like tonight, you're like, yep, that's it. Like those two, that is the Denver Nuggets' best hope to win a championship. We saw it before in the bubble. You see it again, like those guys just know exactly what where the other one wants the ball, right. where to get it going, like how to get the other one in the best spot. And then you add 
Aaron Gordon, you add MPJ, you add KCP. It's like, my God, man. Like, yeah. This team's got everything. And Jamal just like, – I love that Jamal like <clears throat> wasn't like – he wasn't like celebrating. He's just going about his business. Shoot some it, tough good. ones too, man. Yeah, dude. He I, had some tough shots tonight, man. Some we're not getting like Blue Arrow, ones. which is kind of sad. Like I, I, I miss the arrow. But like, you grow out just, of it, though. I kind of like that you grow out of celebrations. It's true. I, it's you true. know what I mean? Yeah, the, the joy is stripping you day by day. The Look joy at me. is stripped by Look you. Look at me. I'm up. dead inside. Joker used to be like, you know, like the goofy oh, shirt guy. Like, and he would tell jokes guy. in the locker room. Now he shows up in uh, suit, more man. and more tailored fits. Telling you. I like it. Won't make a single joke. Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer partner of DNVR. You guys might have seen us last week down at the farmhouse. Delicious food. Highly recommend. If you're looking for a date night, a night out, uh, get away from the kids. If you're looking to fire off some hot takes that some are hot takes. beer f- fuel. And like also, we, we went down there on Friday because there they have like 50 beers on tap. You know, ones you can't even get in stores. They have them there. But I was surprised at how many people were at the Breckenridge Brewery farmhouse on a Friday afternoon. Like, it was actually popping. It was a cool place. Oh, They've got merch there. That's the, that's the spot, man. And of course, right now, now they have the Mile High City Golden Ale, their brand new beer with the most beautiful looking can that you've ever seen in your life. They've also got the Avalanche Amber, my personal favorite of theirs that okay. they had, the right. unofficial beer of RK, fall. RK uh, shotgun one of those earlier. I don't know if you saw. He, an Avalanche Amber? I didn't realize it was an yes, Avalanche, it was an Amber. Avalanche wow, Amber. Wow, I yeah. didn't realize that's what it was. Um, <laughs> Fun Slinger, also very good, but check them out. And if you want to find out where it's near you, go to thebreckbrew.com. They'll use the Breck Brew uh, locator to tell you where you can find it. Also, I want to tell you guys about DraftKings Sportsbook. Please. America's top-rated sportsbook app, the very app that we use tonight to make all kinds oh. of money. I haven't even checked my account. I didn't know it's got extra money in there. Dude, now. There's nothing. Hold on. I went a little big today too. Actually, I don't know why I was feeling it. Let me see. Let me let me see it hit. The, How many let me millions hit, let me see did you it make? Hit the balance. Um, let's go. <laughs> but also, you guys should know that DraftKings. Right now during the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is the biggest betting event on the calendar year. The Super Bowl is. Um, no better time to get in on DraftKings Sportsbook than during the Super Bowl. The official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. New customers can bet $5 uh, and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payday with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. You mentioned <coughs> this the other day, but during the playoffs, because they know everybody's coming, new people are coming in, oh, or yeah. people are picking up the app again. Take advantage. Take advantage. All kinds of bonuses going on right now all kinds of odds boosts and everything else so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code DMDR new customers bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 free bets instantly if you win only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMDR minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply void in Ohio oh see in hell Ohio see show notes for details all right segment two here um, we talked about Jokic we talked about Jamal by the way can somebody do this for me maybe it's you so Murray has how many threes did he hit tonight Seven. Seven? It's a normal number of threes. Normal number of threes. If you're prime We actually are. You guys were joking about Yoke being king of the game. I kind of thought Murray had a case for it. Yo, we totally... It was split. And then Jokic made like three in a row. We're like, what are you going to do? I mean... Like every single time. This is the... This is what it, you don't. People out there don't understand the they burden don't. that we are under. Every time we're like, we're looking for anyone else to give king of the game to because we want to... Put shine on all the nuggets, and then Nikola Jokic makes it goddamn impossible. It's like <laughs> in a rainforest, the canopy sucks up all of the sun, all of the water. We're sorry. What do you want? I can't believe that you took so much thought into that. I woke up this morning and I said, "Yeah, Jokic's gonna be the king." Of the game. <laughs> that's how. That's how I chose. Jokic's gonna be the king of the game, and you then did. he did it. And Me I was like, too. Oh, he I, did it. I, I, I'm like, who does it again? <laughs> I'm looking for other candidates like Michael Malone, looking for Christian Brown minutes. Where are they? How can How can we find them? So here's an interesting thing. 
Murray is 33 threes away from tying Will Barton, 34 from passing him. At his current rate, it would take about 15 games for him to pass him, about 15 games. In 22 games, they play the Washington Wizards. So there is a chance that, I mean, is that, you know, oh, they'll do it in Barton's eye. It, in Barton's eye. Barton <laughs> kind of collecting DNPs at the moment. So Barton, it might Barton, not actually be that sentimental moment. What if jumps in off the bench and knocks the ball out of Jamal's hand when he's about to break the record? Like he would only James get Harden. He would only just get one tuck. <laughs> that being said, Jamal Murray only averages 2.2 a game. And I kind of feel like he's getting his rhythm right now on his three. So it might so, come quicker. Right, so do you, think, seven? do you think it's over or under 13 games? Well, 15 is what would be or the 15. average. Do you think it's over? I under? think under. Me too. Uh, if we say 15 Murray games or 15 Nuggets games. Murray games. Under for sure. I just think he's in a play. But also, like I love that you pointed out that when Barton got close, he missed threes for like five straight games. <laughs> Couldn't get over the hump for whatever reason. Like a little block. I think Murray will be the opposite. He's oh, going to be like sure. eight away, and he's going to go for nine that game. I th- oh, I my think. God. That's killer instinct. But, love, I, I actually I hope that's what happens. I hope it's like... 23 pointers. They're like, oh, he'll get it next week. We said 15 games, like three <laughs> games. <laughs> yeah, just stops threes. passing. Like the Nuggets lose by 30 points, but he just only shoots threes. I thought Michael Porter Jr. was sneaky great tonight. Part of it is he went three of six from the three-point line. His three-point shot is looking better and better. Um, but I, I like that he got a little bit of rhythm. Do we have any Michael Porter notes? Yeah, I, I'm still <clears throat> I'm still loving the effort. Like I thought it would be like one or two yeah. games where he's trying to like at least play hard on the defensive end of the floor. Um, he's showing that like he really is putting in the time. Yep. Um, to just um, make sure that he's just not getting played off of the floor. That's big. Like that's a, a huge development in his game. Um, where he's just not so lost all the time. I felt like there was a lot of um, blooper type of plays um, right. before he was injured. Um, and now you're not seeing blooper. all those. He's 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 trying. He's um, pushing over to the extra guy. He's keeping plays alive uh, for the rebounds. There was a couple of extra rebounds that he gave by just playing yeah, harder yeah, than everyone else guy, on, on the court. And that's that's not what you see out of a guy that's uh, like just shooting the piss out of the ball. Like right. You just don't see that. Um, and, and it's just great to see from him. So I like the um, – I'll say like just the, the positive like – light that he's in right now of just like wanting to play hard at all times that's what you ask for and he's like his three-point shot is dropping again like that's always the line of demarcation whether or not you're like oh man come on porter or like hell yeah let's go porter like if he's hitting threes life is beautiful everything's great the spacing is everything you want he he's engaged people are looking for him he's the perfect complement to murray and Jokic, um and it, it just like he's he didn't stand out all at even a little bit in a negative light tonight, and he he wasn't even like he was dominant either. He just was like perfect, like just exactly where you want him to be. You yeah. Know? Like, and that's that. I mean, that's that's for this specific team. That's exactly like you you you've got your two tent poles, and then you just need everyone else to like sort of fill in around, figure out like, okay, now it's my time. I got to fulfill my job, my yeah. role at this moment. Do it, and then move on past it. Like. Uh, so yeah, MPJ man, like, uh, it's uh, you know things are happening, man. Things yeah. are happening with the team. The guys I really want to talk about though, outside of you know Jokic and Murray, are KCP and Aaron Gordon, who tonight fulfilled a different role. That is that they were the stagger tonight with the bench unit. Denver's two best defensive players, obviously, in their starting lineup, and you know before we get just to the bones part of this, part of the bones arc to me this year has been that. 
there were different vi- or none of the bench units have looked great but i do feel like they didn't experiment with many i felt like they wanted to go to the murray bones lineup all year like that was malone i want to yep. get to the point and he even talked early on like M- murray's not quite healthy enough but i want to get to this but part of me wonders like the better defensive players with your bench just seem to work i i just like it more and tonight they experimented with giving gordon gordon's been connected to the hip with Jokic. he's sh- like he yep. has not been the stagger but putting him out there tonight with with kcp I'm just very intrigued by that idea of like maybe you don't always break up the Murray Jokic minutes. Maybe you just put a defensive lineup out there. Yeah, I mean that's gonna like that has to be what they go with if they don't have be. a guy like Bones um, in the second unit or even really a primary ball handler um, right. of that sort. So it was great to see uh, Aaron Gordon stagger, um, and in this game they kind of like just filled filled the role. Like this is. This has to be the first time that all five starters took double-digit shots attempts right. in a game. Like that's because they're staggering and they're still trying to find their role, but that's also be aggressive um, the entire time. This was not a high-scoring game, but they're getting shots up. They're trying to, um, you know, just fill the game out and let it come to them. Um, and Aaron Gordon and KCP were they were good, good in this uh, game on defense. Mm-hmm. Like they really were active, yep. Uh, yep. like on their man. Um, Boxing now, keeping plays alive, like all of the small things that you really don't, you know, all the you don't talk things? about, you know, you don't talk about um, all the time. But yeah, KCP, first off, his uh, his off ball defense is incredible. Like he's unbelievable, keep man. Saying it, yeah. But like when you sit there and you truly watch it, like that's good. He's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just perfect for this role. And then Aaron Gordon, he, he he's gonna bring it every single time. Just super um, consistent. So. Great to just see them in different ways uh, try to step up when needed. Yeah, the bench was weird. It was super weird tonight. Like, because it was, there's, I don't know what, like, I would say the bench was tonight. We got Zeke minutes at the beginning. They were also very tragic alongside with Bones. Then we got different, I mean, there was like a lot of experimentation happening there. I don't know, like, what you would like put your stamp on officially like this is the bench unit and maybe that's going to be the way it goes moving forward like maybe mm-hmm. <clears throat> we did get a lot of Christian Brown minutes just in general sometimes he was with the starters as well like <clears throat> there was just like a really fluid concept of after the starters were out like what <clears throat> is the be- I mean everybody that is traditionally thought of as a be- like a non-starter was in the negative tonight I'll say that like right, I don't know if yep. that, that all came from the that first stint or not um, um, we can tell you, um, eight of that came in the first stint because Bones played that minute yeah. and then everything else. <clears throat> and then, I so mean, Zeke also play, it only played three minutes and was a minus nine. Like Rough. Both, both, Very rough. Yeah. The, the, so like the bench unit at times was just absolutely like terrible. Right. Other times it was pretty good. Bruce Brown running it like was okay sometimes, terrible at other times. He had some like, ugly turnovers. Very ugly very turnovers. But then he also then, you know, had some steals. Stole the ball from Alvarado. Uh, Which you don't see very often. You don't see hardly ever. Uh, but it was just, I don't know, it was like, I wouldn't say that there was any moment where I was like, okay, all right, like this is the bench that I, I feel good about rolling with for the rest of the year. Like yeah. there were, but good bad yeah. you know i mean that's kind of been the the case this whole year so it wasn't that much different to be honest kcp but. and aaron gordon just so good defensively and kcp in particular i'm with you we were sitting together tonight dev of course but <laughs> like we're sitting there watching and there was a few possessions where you're like my god kcp just stays in front of guys man around screens he's just so good draws the foul on the illegal screens and stuff and i'm telling you 
you would think that why does KCP draw fouls on illegal screens because he's a good flopper or he's good at silver? I mean, I think it's a little that, but I think it's mostly that he's so good at not getting screened that you end up illegally screening him a lot, and he's just like, yep, I, he puts you in position to make that mistake because of how good he is. Yeah, the way he navigates through those screens, and also he's just like he's willing to put his body out there. Like he he's squeezing through like small spots. He's um, keeping a, a a hand on the defender. He's playing over or under um, the screens the correct way. Like he does not make many mistakes on the defensive end, which it's easy to make so many mistakes. Um, and I'm not gonna say that it's contagious, but you can see other guys like starting to try to um, run through screens in, in different ways. Um, I think that he's just he's adding. Um, so much just by his play. He doesn't have to be a leader. He's not in that role that he has to do it, but he, he plays the right way, and other guys want to play that way as well. Um, 100%, man. KCP, just I'm so impressed with him as a player. Yeah, and he, three of seven also from three tonight, just doing his job. <clears throat> just first team, I'll do your job. Um, Jeff Green get, did get 19 minutes tonight. He's Dude. the one guy that, like, we talk about all the pieces. And, look, I know Zeke was a really bad, and his three minutes was a minus nine. I actually don't even remember team. his minutes. Like, I do. They were very bad. And <laughs> I think that's the thing with Zeke is he's so, like, up and down. Like, he's just he's so, been great lately. He has been. He, and I think my point is we're not going to get the perfect rotation. Nope. That's the thing is I think there's no thing that people can say this if you just played these combo of, combination of players. And Jeff, to me, is the one guy. And when we talk about, you know, if you do pull bones out of that second unit, Bruce, KCP, Aaron Gordon, Christian Brown, as good as those players are, they're all role players. Yeah. There's nobody there that you can go to. And Jeff Green, even though I don't love this, Denver likes, I know Malone likes him in there because he gives you an offensive option. It's not a great offensive option, but it's at least something that's like, all right, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing on this play? We're going to Jeff in the post. We know what we're getting. Is it going to be a great shot? Probably not. But at least we know, as opposed to like, we're going to try to run a pick and roll, and then Christian Brown's going to get it, and then he has to make a read, and that's chaos to a coach. You know what was like interesting about this uh, Jeff Green game? Um, he, he, weren't, he wasn't as bad as, as you think. Bruce Brown was so bad that it made <laughs> Jeff Green's minutes look bad. Honestly, Bruce Brown played the role that everybody's always pissed off at Bones for in this game. And he's not getting, and I'm not saying that he should get it, right. but he's not getting the same type of attention that Bones right. has been getting. You couldn't blame this game on Bones. Bruce Four Brown, turnovers, two Bruce assists. Bruce Brown played that role. The turnovers led to fast break points the right. other way. So now Jeff Green looks like he's getting destroyed in, in those minutes as well. And then he doesn't be, he's not able to play with Jokic to yeah. like make it look not so bad. He played a few minutes with you. They did stagger him For with sure. Jokic. But here's, let me ask you a question um, without looking at the stat sheet. How many rebounds in 19 minutes would you guess Jeff Green had tonight? Oh, zero. It was zero. For sure. <laughs> For sure. I don't think he's had a rebound this you, year. You want to know a crazier stat. You get 19 minutes from him, 21 from Bruce Brown, and 14 from Christian Brown. Combined, they had five rebounds. And they were all Christian Brown. <laughs> Bruce Brown. <laughs> Bruce Brown you and Jeff me Green. in there, too. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff Green and Bruce Brown had zero rebounds Dude, in 40 Jeff Green, combined Jeff minutes. Gre- <laughs> what happened with Jeff? Jeff Green had a, uh, an atrocious first stint. <laughs> And then he like was okay, but like everyone had just a terrible taste in their mouth from that first stint. But it is it is kind of the point where it's been level. I mean, he just came back. You want him to work <laughs> back in, but like it, it's to the point where it's like, bro, can we not play Vlaco? I know he couldn't get a rebound. 
Can we just they play scored with, every like, single time he was in on the court. Uh, this is just like I mean, this is a luxury for us, honestly, to be able to just complain about like the twelfth guy on the team, you know, and be like, oh, come on. He's not the twelfth guy though. Well, okay, honestly, God, eight, look, the eighth look, guy. On the I was going to say he's the eighth because it's very clear who the Nuggets do or who Malone does and does not trust in sort of all the players. And you saw it tonight. <clears throat> like tonight was. The circle of trust of Michael Malone is eight runs eight deep, and but then it's, it's like Bones, it is pretty Zeke, wild we'll that like everybody kind of got a little bit of in, but but Vlatko got got no run. It's just it, this is the uh, this is what it is to follow a Michael Malone team. It, every I think it is just everybody, every it is coach, every team, it's actually. every goddamn coach. But it is a little frustrating. If you guys are looking for tickets to the big game or any game, you want to check out the Game Time app. The link is right there in the description. Big Game Time of this uh, of this very show on YouTube, or if you're what listening to this as a podcast, which we highly recommend you do, uh, it's also in the description right there. Have you ever dreamed of sitting courtside, but you haven't? Perhaps maybe you want to sit courtside, but you haven't yet signed up for the ultimate fan experience. Yeah, dude, don't rely on that. Only don't one, rely on only that. Only one person. Yeah. We know those odds are better than winning Powerball, as we explained. But, but they're know. not as great as take if you your, just use the court. Take the your destiny in your own hands at a certain point. They reward you for being a procrastinator. You hop on there right before the game, and you're going to see the tickets that just became made available, and the price drops for them. They've also got a little feature on there where you can say, set alerts for this game. Just let me know if it gets to this price. And then it'll tell you, bing! We got a ticket you for you. Cagey. You never know. Like there's a snowstorm out, but you live close enough. You're not worried about it. Boom. Hop on Game Time app. You're going to get great deals guaranteed. If you love DMVR, then you're going to love Game Time. The best way to support us is to buy tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app. Score the best seats to all of your favorite events. I also want to tell you guys about a place that I personally eat at like once a week. Let me guess. Jeez. Uh, what does Adam... Illegal Pete's? It's definitely Illegal <laughs> Pete's, which is right down the street from us. Right they've also again. got the locations. <laughs> they got 10 locations all over Colorado, but they've got one right down the street from the DNVR bar that I frequent. I like a little walk. You know what? I get my two block walk. start calling you Illegal Adam. Ooh, that sounds right. Um, illegal Pete's, they're an, a Colorado institution. I would say. All of our sponsors, I'm at Breckenridge Brewery. We're about this. Back to Shanker. <laughs> we love our Colorado companies. Uh, and Illegal Pizza's is peak Colorado. They also have some options for you if you are trying to be a little. I know you think about what fa fast food or fast casual places can I go and get something that's like healthy. They got it for you. They got the salad options there. They got all the like keto friendly options there. Oh, yeah. If you're just looking for like high fat. Delicious. Oh, yeah. High protein, or if you're delicious. For one meal to make you feel full for a very, very long time. They also do that. You want to check them out. Illegal Pete's always our go to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. All right. I think I heard that chime, and that means we have Brendan Vote live from the arena. So let's go ahead and bring him in and hear what he learned at the arena today. Brendan Vote, what's up, fellas, dude? Can you hear me loud and clear? Got the, got the mic working. Dude, you sound crystal clear, man. Are you kidding me? Dude, that's awesome. Glad we could uh, sound check live. You guys want to hear from Michael Malone? Let's do it. Or at least you as a proxy. Cool. That's right. All right. Uh, this was a tale of two halves. On closing the halves, um, he said the second was one of the worst quarters we played this year. The start to the third quarter was tremendous. Really, the theme of the night doesn't take Sherlock Holmes to figure it out. They were turning it over a lot in the first half. They finished the second half strong and... Um, and picked up where they left off in the third quarter. That was a big part of their success. The energy just wasn't there to start. It was to start the second half. You guys may have noticed KCP staggered instead of Jamal Murray tonight. Um, Malone just said uh, it was just because Jamal was hot. Quote, I don't want to be the guy that puts the fire out. End quote. That's all it was, he said. That's interesting um, to me. We just did a whole segment on like 
how interesting it is to go to the stagger. It turns out not going to happen again. <laughs> this, is, this is the second or third time, I guys. I think this is where if Jamal, if Jamal is that hot to open the game, he's going to leave him in. So I think this is the second or third time that's happened. So just something to keep an eye on going forward. Uh, but of course, the rotation did change in the second half in significant ways. I'm sure you guys touched on this. Bones highlights. What was it? Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Not a part of the second half. Not a part. Malone shouted out the lineup: Bruce, KCP, CB, Jeff, and AG. Yeah, I'll bet he loved stop. that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, they got a lot of stops. So uh, he, he was really, really proud of that group. On Christian Brown, um, he says, "Look, each game takes on its own personality with regards to his minutes. It's not like a predetermined thing that he was going to play tonight. But I know this: when his number is called, I have no doubt he's going to play hard." Um, on MPJ, he just more of the same. He's not a silky. He's not just a silky shooter. He's been doing a lot of the little things on both ends. He felt like he did it again tonight. But it was a good effort from MPJ. He was asked, fellas, uh, where does he stand with Bones Highland? His answer: I stand with Bones Highland. There you go. He said he's still on the team, and I stand with everyone on our team. Wow, bold. Brave. We heard from Jamal Murray. I love it. Like, I don't know what you expect out of that question. He's like, like oh, you know, I think we're looking to shop him maybe for a first. Uh, I'd like to see a no, little bit more. You just put your hands. I'm against Bones. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think he sucks, honestly. Get him out of here. <laughs> but Malone's so good, though. When he gets a chance to be quippy, he rarely misses. Uh, and he turned that moment on its head. We, we heard from Jamal Murray, who in my eyes, guys, was really shot ready tonight. Like, didn't hesitate at all. Shot went open. I asked him. I asked him if that was like a, a concerted approach tonight. Great he said question. No, actually. God he said damn it. No. He said, I know. I know. I really thought it was a good question. He shook his head furiously. He did actually give a good answer. Um, kind of true. I actually, he kind of admitted that it was true. He said, I was just shooting when I was open early, which is true. And I think another way of looking at. You know, sometimes Jamal will take the full 24 seconds. Tonight, if he was open, he just shot, didn't hesitate. Uh, I thought that approach is what yielded such great results. He said it was all about turnovers tonight. It was pretty simple. Turned it over a lot in the first half, didn't in the second half. On the All-Star game, he says, I don't care. I really don't. Obviously, I would like to do it, but it's not like a, a you know a breaking deal breaker for me. Um, and he said, look, I'm going to go on vacation for All-Star break. That's fine with me. Uh, he doesn't know where he's going yet, though. Um, life. On the Hopefully franchise. Utah, like the rest of on us. On the franchise record in threes, he passed J.R. Smith for second all-time tonight. Uh, he did not know that. He was a little confused. He asked us to remind him who has the record. We said, Will. And he snapped his fingers and he said, how far away am I? It's about 30. Yep. And he said, he said I'm going to get that in like three games. <laughs> I believe it. All right, well, I believe it. Well, we're going to bet his over something. next game. <laughs> yeah. Bet Murray over on threes. Bet him in my pocket. <laughs> Remind me. And, <laughs> and so, uh, guys, we've got Harrison Wynn back in the locker room waiting for the MVP. So any questions about that backboard pass, I'm going to have to direct you. What's your ruling? I'm gonna, I think it was an accident. <laughs> I think we all do. It sucks. Everybody on Twitter thinks it was intentional. Everybody on this panel thinks it was an accident so i think it was an accident i think yoke should be awesome though and claim it but he probably that would be cool here's the thing uh i will tell you vote you sounded really great tonight oh but you looked even better vote oh thank you very much guys we're courtside did you pick up on that hey oh, look at that man is that your courtside fit is that your courtside fit courtside fit oh hell yeah all right great stuff today 
Adios, amigo. Um, I, before we take our break, we have a bunch of Super Chats. Let's go right into Super Chats. Oh, I will say, it, I think that was a great question from Brendan Vote, and I'm not surprised that Murray acted like he was not focused on it. <laughs> but I also think he was focused on it. I think you're right. So there's my analysis. Good job. Pop Psychologist Corner. All right, who's reading these? Kale, make it huge. All right. Carlos Romero says, stop the count. Philly fans probably. Yeah, they probably are. That's what we were saying on uh, Saturday. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Joseph says, please talk about TNT not loving the Nuggets. Only flash to Pell's timeout and constantly talking about how they're good. Denver is best, so LFG, Jamal's back. Didn't notice that personally. I did notice a lot of Bones Highland talk, but I didn't notice necessarily. Yeah, we don't like, like we we generally watch the game down in the bar, and it, you don't hear a lot. Which is crystal the clear greatest like blessing of all is that you you can only hear like the you get a sense of uh, Stan Van Gundy. I don't like Stan Van Gundy. So we don't know exactly. Man, what highlight is there from this year where Stan Van Gundy's on a call, and it's like one of the best highlights of the year for the Nuggets, and he's like just telling a story. So every time I see the highlight. There's no like he's just like and that's why if you have yeah. a tea and you're like Dap, Dap. So I, had, oh, I had Jeff and Adlock yeah. and family came down. It might have been the dunk, the Aaron Gordon dunk where he's just like talking an anecdote and you're like, God damn it, Jeff. Uh, what else do we got here, super producer? Ryan, our homie from Boston, says the guys always say you should see the crazy stuff passes he attempts in practice. Maybe off the backboard was one of those in game. L- listen, dot, man. Dot, dot. Listen, man. 70-30. I'm not saying it wasn't. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't think it was. <sighs> what do we know? We're mere mortals. We can't understand what... Uh... There's a chance. There's a... The thing is he'll never admit it. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't... I mean... Anyway. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yoke gets a, a title. I really do think this. Yoke gets a title... I'll bet he throws crazier passes the next oh, year. Man. You know what I mean? Like, there's less pressure. You're you just, like, just trying at, at that point. We're having fun. Uh, Morgan says, Nola needs Herb Jones' back meter He's back. Doug's <laughs> better not trade Bones for some measly pick. I want to. I want at least Herb Jones or Alex Caruso D talent. I mean, I mean, we all do. We'll get to that in the next segment. We're gonna end the show talking Bones here. Oh boy. Yeah, boy. I, I'll just say this. I wouldn't count on Alex Caruso. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Uh, Freddie says, New Look Bench is going to be much more defensive-oriented, and it didn't have to score like crazy, just have to maintain. I mean, that's the that's the philosophy. That's what we kind of been saying. Like, if there's clearly not an offensive spark on that bench, but as long as they don't mess it up. Although they did, they did a great job tonight, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> let, what's next? <laughs> Uh, Joseph says, Christian Brown is the Alvarez antidote. I like Get it. this guy for the playoffs. Alvarado. I love it. <laughs> I love that. I like that. I like paying for, for your too. mistakes, literally. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 555-ish says, I trust the Nuggets front office to make the right decision about Bones that will benefit both parties. Another win down. Only 15 more wins till 50 Yo. wins in the Nuggets-dominated West. 15? 15. We're only 15 wins away. From 50. Uh, the Nuggets are a good team. I don't know if you guys have noticed. I caught on the... They win most games that they play, like, uh, by a pretty wide margin. The Nuggets record is really good. Dude, they're so good. And I'm miserable. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Ethan Holiday says, Nuggets! Dude, oh, what a great season. I also put it in the brevity. Pre- yeah. I think they all go in. Uh, all right, well, but I, I, um, I love somebody. Yeah, you're right. You know, the, the, the brevity, it's right in, it's, it's the target. Uh, 
Drunk funk, philosophy. Oh, drunk philosophy says funk philosophy lives. <laughs> Tell when missing the live shows. Glad to make this one, even though I missed the game. Big sad. Thanks for being awesome. Hey, thank you, drunk philosophy. Also, um, you missed a good one. You did miss a good one. Well, you should have been he, so drunk. My all guy. you have to do is just listen to the fast recap, and you got to hear oh, every single so thing. That every time I hear the fast recap, I'm like, "Am I watching I'm the like, game again? This goodness, is unbelievable." I remember that play. <laughs> uh, RR says it's official, according to NBA's official website. Jokic is averaging a triple double. He's gonna do it. I honestly think he's gonna do Here's the crazy thing: isn't it also on like seventy percent true shooting? Yes, guys. Like I'm telling you, man. Like. It's 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 wild. Doesn't make any if sense. If you would have told, like, here's the thing about it, and the numbers this year are all weird. This is going to go down as a weird year. Everybody's going to have some. This has never been done before. But the idea of a <laughs> triple double on seventy percent true shooting. Just so you know, seventy percent true shooting is like the most efficient. I think it is the most efficient twenty point per game season probably in, since in NBA history. Wilt? No, I think in NBA history. Like it, really? Yeah. So Burn, take that wilt. And then on top of it, he also has a triple double on it. And I'm telling you, it's wild, man. Uh, Travis Sween says, "Pleasure meeting off oh, Travis, the homie in, oh, the, man, in the house dope. tonight. Pleasure meeting great. you, fellas, tonight. Vibes were immaculate. Every starter is good, and the DNVR bar is the spot. Oh, and Murray is back, back. Rocky <laughs> shots on me after <laughs> the final yeah. parade. Let's goddamn go, our man. We love meeting the people, man, that are in the chat, and then we get to meet them in real life. Dude, it's Travis the came, the uh, came all the way from Jersey, from, from Jersey. Jersey, like." That's he's a true true fan. He's a true one. And then here's what's funny. He said it was the spot tonight, a Tuesday. Yeah, dude. Like if you saw it tonight and thought it was the spot, oh, then man. you will love it when it's like when it's Friday. legitimately the spot. Yeah, not the just tonight. It was a spot. It was Tuesday at eight o'clock start. Like this is yeah. A yeah. I I didn't want to be here, frankly, but it was great. Like it always is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Mihailo says brown dunks. Baptism because he's a Christian. I love it. I love. It. <laughs> okay, I'm I love it. taking a wild, possibly blasphemous uh, takes about Jokic. <laughs> Happy to spread that over to Christian Brown. Let's go. I like it. Uh, Victor says, looking to name the Brown contest a three and fast break to a layup. It should be called. The brown streak. Oh, it will no. not. That's crazy. That's what, that's what my grandma used to call my tidy white. <laughs> oh, get out of here. We don't need to hear this. Those are I like it. The brown when he contests the, the shot. I get it. The whole sequence. The streak. Yeah, yeah great. The brown streak. Uh, the streak. Our homie S. Williams II, vote. Reach out to uh, S3 for help with the courtside fit. Yes, yeah, sir. Do you, really want, do you really want your son to look like Brendan Vogt in that video? <laughs> like, that feels like bad parenting. No, 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 no. No, they other just way had, around. Yeah, other they just around. had courtside uh, fit so for his birthday. That's excellent parenting of Brendan Vogt, who clearly needs it. <laughs> Uh, all right. There's Jeremy. no way Vote can pull off S3's outfits, though, man. No. Come on. No, no. way. I want to see it. Does S3 I do want to see it, too. Does S3 walk around in slippers and say that they're made for outside? <laughs> yes. Okay. And then get offended <laughs> they if get offended. like, no, they're outside. <laughs> <laughs> they're not rubber soles. Okay. Uh, Jeremy, J-Rock Michael, our homie, says, I feel like I ate my last bound. Oh, oh man. Oh, well, God. on that note, uh, uh, let me tell you a Oh, oh, one more, one more. No, 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 no. Tommy Brown says, Nuggets bounce back. Jokic <coughs> racking trip dubs. 
Maul going for 30 plus. Gordon looked like an all star. And how about Dem Brown? <laughs> That's a great one. That comes from Tommy Brown. So, you know what? He knows what he's doing here. Man, Brown, yeah, Brown recognized Brown. Brown recognized Brown. <laughs> <laughs> and also Brown. Uh, speaking of courtside sits, fits, guys. One place that is always selling courtside fits, but for the, for the golf course. Oh. Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel partner of DMVR. We love our Pins and Aces gear. Get tons of compliments when we're on and off the course. Mostly on the course. I would say we're usually off the course. Yeah, yeah. Usually we are off Most of it. Um, <laughs> but you really want a peacock out there on the course. You want to get with Pins and Aces. The family-owned golf apparel business. You guys know I'm all about family-owned sure. companies. I oh. love it. Mom pops. We're a family-owned company, really. Uh, you got a lot of family here sure, in the company. Apparel business based right here in Colorado. Oh, they're local as well. My goodness, man, is this a company made for me? This is incredible. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and even our favorite beer sleeve. That innovative product that allows you to store seven beers. What a weird number two. Did we ever talk about that? Every time we do this, room. we talk about at seven, not six. So you get a six pack, but then they're like, you want one more beer in there. So you share, <laughs> you share the last one. You know, if we all crush two apiece, right? yeah. there's going to be we, one we, we, we give. We've, to call, we've called it a Baker's six. Pack. We have yeah. talked about this. Yes, everybody. <laughs> Everybody's done that. You forgot. I did forget about. It. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use the promo code DNVR to receive fifteen percent off your first order. Get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. All right, that was our last bath break. Let's get into this now, guys. Let's. We've had a little fun tonight, wouldn't you say? Oh, we've had. Oh, you're about to ruin his. Am I about oh, to ruin it? Yeah. Look, look at this smile. You can't oh, even take it off my okay. face. Uh, this did feel like the last night of the Bones era. Now, I'm not saying he's not going to play on Thursday. Here's, here's where I want to start with this. There's a lot of ways you can analyze the idea of Bones getting traded. It is, we are, this is very abnormal. When you mentioned that tonight's game, it just felt like it hovered over everything. Oh, yes. Chris Haynes had the different reports. Van Gundy's talking about it. They kept cutting to him on the bench. It's rare, Dev, during trade season. Like, you know guys are in trade rumors, but it's rare that it's this, like, I just feel like this is not even trade rumors. Yeah, it's just like, like a waiting trade for it to it's a pre-trade announcement. Yeah, this this actually was unfortunate timing um, with it all. Um, just because it was the Chris Haynes game. It was nationally televised where everyone gets to see it and, and talk about it. And you want to talk about culture. This is like the first time through the whole Jokic era that there has been those type of conversations um, with the player. Um Everyone else has just kind of like been a surprise when it just pops up. Um, there hasn't been one like this. So it, it is unfortunate just because Bones is um, a player that a lot of people love, but he's also a player that a lot of people want gone. Um, so it, it's just a, it's a rough time, and I think that that was weighing on everyone, um, whichever way that you feel. Um, it was just, you know, sad. And then he goes and plays only – he plays less than five minutes in the game. Like – the writing seems to be on the wall. Um, so um, I think that was the, the the down part of the entire game. You couldn't feel the highs because there was a low. Yeah, so I saw a lot of time being played without Bones Highland, and I saw it working and being successful, and the Denver Nuggets were able to move forward. Um, I think it's very clear that they're planning on moving bones. I just, I, I hate it even more now than I did before. Like, I just don't see the need for it. I hate, I hate punting on talent. I hate us 
unless I mean the only thing that I can think obviously is like th- clearly there are things in the works and behind the scenes that we don't see we're not privy to we don't really understand like um, it you know it's not everything obviously is shared with uh, the outside world which is kind of the way it's supposed to be and should be um, you know I just wonder if there are conflicts with players conflicts with coaches that it, for for whatever reason there seems to be some impetus there's some there feels like there is some Thing pushing a decision to be made when in my eyes, in my view, that like, if not for that, there's absolutely no reason to make a move, especially if it's just to get a pick or something that you could easily do in the offseason. I hate, again, I hate moving off of talent. Um, you just never know what a player like Bones can turn into. This is his lowest moment. Trading a player when they're at the lowest moment to me feels like just really bad business. It feels like bad asset management. Um, unless you think unle- it's only going to get worse. Unless- and like Nurkic was this way. It wasn't like, man, he's at the lowest. Why don't we just play him together? It's like, no, there's no playing him. Like, man, it, yeah, the no, train I is mean, though. Nurkic had, but like, you, Bones but, was on the bench. He was up cheering. I mean, I again, we don't. I, we clearly don't know the entire story. There is something pushing this outside of it just being like close to the trade deadline. Um, because I, I mean, I don't. Other than he's just playing badly, I just I don't I don't see it. I, I don't get it. Um, but that's I mean that's the difference between being in a front office and and really understanding the ecosystem of a NBA basketball team and like you know all of the the factors that are in play. I'm positive that Bones is not happy with the minutes he's been given uh, over the last month, whatever. I don't know if he's vocal about it. I don't know if big players on the team don't want to play with them. I don't, I know that he and Jamal Murray aren't playing well together. I don't know if that's something like we spoke to bones and he expressed that he was confused with his role he didn't really know what he should be doing he felt like he was floating around uh, which is clear um you know when he gets the ball he presses he makes terrible decisions he shoots the ball in when like in last year in the earlier part of the year like you were really excited about it because it's like oh, oh man, if we bones get, if taking we get, a three like almost cooking, any three dude like when bones gets cooking it's like the most fun I've had watching basketball in like a really long time and that includes you know like probably since the bubble honestly I don't know maybe like is this there's just like a joyful expression when bones is playing basketball and he's playing it uh, just like in the way that people who love basketball play basketball there's like a certain like robotic tendency. That the the Nuggets can take on and it's successful and it's it's you know and it, it, it's it's satisfying but it's not like it doesn't like get you jumping out of your chair like Bones is about the Jamal can get that way Jokic can make like little uh, moves here and there but like Bones is the guy that can like really get things going it's just, I just I hate where we are with this it just feels like it's a fate a complete at right now and. I, I wish I knew the whole story because I could swallow it easier. But like I, it, to me, it's like a bummer. It just feels like a, it feels like a waste. I think so. You've touched on a lot of stuff there. I think the big thing is, it. There have been situations with teams that have come to a head, but it's still never felt as inevitable as this one is feeling. And I think that's the whole point: is that it's bad whenever a trade feels inevitable, because then it just feels like you're being forced into things. Like yep. the Nurkic trade. You know, you had no leverage in those negotiations because it's like, well, he's not playing for you. He's leaving the arena. He's, you know, fighting with this or that, whatever. He's causing distractions. So you kind of get to lean on a team, and it just feels like Denver's there. And I know there was the report, you know, from Singer that they feel they have a deal lined up that they would take, and maybe they're late for another one. But it does, to me, there's the question of, is it better for the team to move off of him? 
I'm more, I think, than you are in the camp of like, it makes sense to me. Even if you were just talking a, a pick or whatever, like, I just feel like there's an, does he fit the team? Is it on the same timeline? Those things were always going to be tough to match up. So I'm a little bit more, it makes sense there. But the area I do agree with you is that you still can't negotiate from a position of weakness. inevitability. Yeah, and well, well, weakness, but I'm saying specifically of it's inevitable that we need to do this. And it's that's right. just tonight watching the game, it's how you felt like. I don't think it's a lock that Denver is going to make this trade. I don't think it is. I think it's pretty very likely. Yeah. But it does make you wonder, like, what if he's not traded? Right. Is it, so, is it weird? You know what I mean? Like, we're almost at the point now where it would feel weird if they don't trade him. Yeah. Almost. I mean, yeah, it would. I mean, it would just, I mean, but it, you would get over it. This, this of happens. Of course. You have to agree. Yeah, yeah. But, Dev, honestly, am I out of line, though? Am I going too far on that? No. But also, I think it goes back to just this being such a, a foreign um, feeling around this team. They yeah. have not had um, those type of things happen. Right? Like Nurkic is the last one that comes to mind, and it, it was the best decision that was ever made. It was Yoke or Nurk. Everybody's choosing. A hundred percent of people are choosing. Yeah, Nurkic but that's because that. Nurkic made it. That this isn't the Bones or Bruce Brown. Exactly. Bones. This isn't. But a, I think that's you why it makes one. it so difficult for everyone to like grasp what it is um on one hand it's like this very talented player um who can develop into uh i mean like at his best we already know what bones can be but there's also a, a very small championship window and does he contribute to that window right now or can you make a move that makes the team better right now because you want to utilize that time frame? if they make the window if they make a move that makes the team better right now i'm like cool yeah but if, maybe it, it's not as flashy do you take that if, it's, but if we're talking about simply getting a pick that does not make the team better right now in any way shape or form that's why i'm like man come on man like, maybe what? maybe not i mean if it makes you play different guys it does make you better it doesn't make you i mean like michael malone didn't play him in the second he doesn't have to play him like that i mean i i don't know i just uh i don't know i'm i'm uh obviously like i have feelings about bones that are I just like him. I do too. I, I just like. Li I like. I like rooting for him. I like watching him play. Like I like that he goes to the crowd and he like. I like. That he, he has the most personality of anybody on the team by a mile. Like the Nuggets are kind of personality less. They are That's like KCP. I, mean, I love him. Times, no yeah. personality. None. But like winning is dope. Uh, I I prefer winning to personality. Yeah. I no problem there. I just feel like this is going to be one of these things where we're like. Oh man, we got to move off this guy, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh wow, this guy cooks us every goddamn time we see him because, you know, like because every guard in the league, because every guard, every the, yeah, like, yeah. But again, if we get if Malik Beasley cooks Denver every time they yes, play him, yeah. but yes. like, I but don't you're fine with that. But I'm not sitting here like, man, ah, oh. and back. honestly, they trade Malik Beasley for nothing. Like, the, like there's been a lot of these trades. Sometimes I honestly think this is what I think. The best place to be in as a fan is when you're the tear it down team. Let's start over because those yeah. trades have they're so low leverage that you're like, I can't believe we yeah. got Jared Vanderbilt, who I like, but you're like, I can't believe we got him for nothing. It's like, yeah, when you're a team that's rebuilding, right. flawed players seem awesome because yeah. they're just prospects and mm -hmm. whatever. When you become the better team, you're constantly sort of trading the fun, exciting. I mean, it was less so because I think Bones is better. But when R.J. Hampton left, there was a little sting there because we all like liked him. Like we yeah. didn't think he was going to be a star, but we're like intrigued by him. And then you're like, oh, that was wow. Okay, I don't think Bones is going to be quite like that. I'm just saying that I think that Denver. I, I think it's inevitable when you're a good team that you lose young prospects like this, and it's just because man, we think they're good too. But 
that's not what we're trying to do here. We're just trying to find the guys that plug the holes because our roster's already complete. Agreed, agreed. I, I just think, I think that clearly something is going on that is forcing the hand of this because there's no other reason why this has to happen right now, specifically if it's for a pick. Again, other than just to free up your roster and bring it together, I honestly think like, that's a big but, part of this. But, and if a pick is like, maybe that's a good... And then here's the other aspect about the pick. Pick. I don't know what Denver's plan would be if they were to acquire a pick, but it does put you in position to make either a secondary move or put you in position to make a, a more stronger move in the offseason. I mean, dr- picks right now are your number one poker chips. If you're trying to make a real trade... Everything is picks. Except for the trade market is destroyed by Tim Connolly, who thinks that <laughs> Rudy Gobert's worth five first-round picks. So I don't know. Yeah, what, is, Denver, what is a single first-round pick even worth anymore? Well, you might be able to get two now once you get to the draft. You can trade a second one on draft night. So then they have two picks. You know, you can make some moves. So I, anyway, my point is, I, I just... It do, but it does feel inevitable. That's the bigger thing, is that tonight was a really weird night because it just felt inevitable in a way that I don't think it should feel inevitable right yeah. now. Even if it was, it shouldn't feel this way. It should be a little more secretive and, and, and quiet, I think. But who knows? you got to move in silence like lasagna. Yeah. They're like mo- a G that moves yeah. in silence. Real Gs usually do that. <laughs> what if, they're, they're moving <laughs> Missing like, the first part of that really changes. Yeah. The moving yeah. in silence yeah. like lasagna. Yeah, I don't know what happens to your lasagna. <laughs> Really changed. Hit that outro movie. music there, uh, <laughs> Superstar Kale. All right, what's, what's that? <laughs> I'll tell you a quick, quick update from Yoke that Wynn just sent me. Um, he was asked about that dribble move in the second quarter. He said it just happened in the moment, whatever. And then on averaging a triple double, he said, Ooh, it's nice, of course. It's not something that I'm striving for or trying to do. I'm happy as long he's as not, we're I love he's not trying to do anything ever, but he does everything. You know why you know he's, he's being real? Is his game was not that nice early on. Yeah. And then he got like all those tr- assists in a row. All right, after music, super chats. Uh, Toke Rasmussen said, uh, "This I think this is our guy Patrick Patrick Rasmussen." Uh, good he win. Paid, he paid us in DKKs. Yeah, this is not him. Oh, that's not him. You're right. What are uh, DKKs? Would you guess? Let's all take a Denmark guess. Denmark Crown. DraftKings. It's Denmark Crowns. Why am I the smartest person on this stupid fucking? I show? I just think you're Danish. Uh, it's only three of us. Good win. Got up at 4 a.m. to watch the game. Now I'm on my way to work. Nug Life, you're up. Hell yeah. Uh, this there. is so not Pat Rasmus. <laughs> like I, I couldn't be further off. Yeah, he was all nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Penka says we need two uh, we need two new beyond meters. Jamal's beyond back meter and Nicola's beyond MVP meter. It's true. Yeah. Both both are broken, man. We need to extend I'm very curious to see tolerance. how this MVP conversation evolves. I'm really curious, man. Uh, Panka, right back. The recipe for Nuggets Championship. Porter, couple of threes. Murray, 35-5. and five. Jokic, 25-10-10. Seems very reasonable to me. Uh, let's go. <laughs> Look, if, if 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 Jamal averaged thirty, if he scored thirty on the regular, hell yeah, on the regs, why not? All right, we love it. Uh, great show tonight, fellas. You oh, the greatest it. show, dude. You, you want to know why? No wind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did want to say it, but I'm glad you did. No, of course we love wind, and he's going to be cooking up a great story for us. I'm sure that dude, we're going to read been tomorrow. On such a heater. He has been on a heater. Uh, he's going to be cooking up something good from this story. I promise you that. Uh, been in the locker room tonight, so we'll look forward to reading that on thednvr.com tomorrow. Everybody else, hit that like button for us. Don't forget, man, our ultimate courtside experience. 
you're going to want to sign up for it. We want to sign a million people up for this thing. A million, dude, yeah. Somebody is going to get, you guys think this sounds like there's a trap. Somebody is going to get to watch the Denver Nuggets play on, I think, the 30th of March. Against the Pelicans. Against the Pelicans. Oh, that's right. Against the Pelicans. Zion will probably be Probably Zion by that time. It's going to be an intense game. Can you imagine watching Zion that close? Oh, that close to the court? Dude, so close that when his shoe breaks, you might get hit by it. <laughs> that's, that's how close it is. Uh, so you guys want to sign up for that. Everybody hit the like button on the way out. Adios.